Hey folks, Scott and I are back this week with another great topic. This one's really great since spring is right around the corner. So this week we want to talk to you guys about how to help your dog walk better on leash. Whether your dog's pulling on a leash, whether your dog's barking um, on leash, whatever problems you guys are having um, when you take your dog out on leash. We want to talk to you guys about a few things that will help you guys get them to walk a little bit better on leash. So let's ask about Archie. When it comes down to Archie, how is he when you take him on walks? Uh, he's very hit or miss. So sometimes if he catches a scent, he will pull pretty mm -hmm. hard. Uh, other times, like usually the first, the beginning part of the walk, he's a little more all over the place. And then yeah. the back end of the walk, he's just like, okay, now we're walking. So he's had his chance to smell and sniff and everything. And mm -hmm. usually he will, he will be good enough where I can sort of sense his urgency. So if I need to like run beside him in the beginning, just to get him to wherever he needs to go to, you know, do yep. the first, uh, first thing. But we try to sort of generally have him do a decent walk. He's gotten better over the years where he's sort of less pulling and sort of yep. just going maybe a little side to side on the sidewalk and that sort of thing. But um, yeah, it's sort of like... Yeah. Generally, it's good, but there's still times where it's he's pulling because he's still kind of exactly. Adult. It's like a work in progress. It's like you have different challenges when they're puppy versus a teen than when they're old. So either way, um, we'll go through a few things. It sounds like you and Archie did fairly decent on your um, walks and stuff like that, but I'm sure you can get a few tips as well. Um, so. Dogs actually, um, there's a reason behind why they pull. I want to talk to you guys uh, about some of the reasons why dogs pull. Um, I'm all a big fan about learning why they do what they do before we change it. So um, there are a couple of reasons why dogs pull. So one reason um, dogs pull is they simply pull because it works for them. Um, a lot of times, um, you know, when our dogs start pulling, what do we do? We just go ahead and follow right behind them, um, you know, a lot of the times you don't stop them either. Like you said, they're rushing to use the bathroom or they're rushing to meet someone or wanting to know whatever it is. They're trying to pull to get ahead and they're going to do what works and they are much faster than us. And so ideally, um, if we keep on allowing them to pull forward, then they're going to continue doing it. So that's one. Yeah. So that's one reason why they um, want to pull. Also, they can be over aroused or too excited with a lot of energy or energetic. Um, that's another reason why they pull. And that's why I do talk to my clients a lot about exercising their dog before they even go out for a walk, especially, you know, if you have a dog that is energetic or you have a puppy, which you know, they have a lot of energy. You can do like a quick game of fetch or tug or something along the lines indoor, do the, you know, some nose work indoors. Just to get out some of that energy so that when they are going on a walk, they're not pulling as much as well. Um, another one we talked about a few weeks ago is reactivity. Um, so whether they are, um, um, whether they are explain displaying a positive emotion or a negative emotion or they're fearful of something, they're reacting and pulling um, to get towards something or away from something. That's another reason why dogs pull on leash. And of course, fear and anxiety if they're afraid of something. Um, the most common one I try to explain to my clients is the mailman, for instance. If you know the dog sees the mailman in the window, they start barking, 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 barking. Then the mailman goes away and they like, okay, they stop the barking. Next time they bark, beginning. So the reason why they keep on barking, if they're afraid of the mailman, they think the mailman's going away because they're yeah. barking. But in yeah. reality, the mailman's just dropping off mail. And again, if we go back to number one, dogs do what works for them, you know? Um, so they can um, pull for those various reasons. So kind of to help you guys um, 
with your dogs not pulling. Let's talk a little bit about equipment before we can talk about what to do when you go out for a walk. You want to set yourself up and your dog for success before you even go out. So different types of things can help your dog not pull on walk. So if you want to purchase a harness for your dog, that actually helps your dog. Um, it reduces the pulling on walk. And I talk to my clients a lot in the consultations about the different types of harnesses because it is um, a different. So um, if you really don't know, um, the harnesses that clip in the back here, they actually make the dog want to pull more. I mean, leashes, harnesses, they're all man-made products that we throw on dogs. And so that's like, you know, putting us in handcuffs and saying, go walk in, you know, it's yeah. very restricting, you know, and so that actually makes them want to pull more. But if you get the harness that clips in the front right here on the chest, when they try to pull, it redirects their pullings and it pulls them to the side. And in, re in return, it reduces the pull-in. Do, do you use a harness with our Archie at all or no? Yes. Yeah, we, no. we use a super duper harness. So he's very super, strong. Super duper uh, harness. <laughs> yes, we actually have a harness. So it has a front clip and it has a back clip. Yes. And then from um, uh, a local agility trainer that we work with, she actually provided, uh, she got sourced these long, long lines, about 10 foot lines. And so uh -huh. basically the rubber and we attach one on the front and one on the back. So he's oh, very yep. strong. He's 80 pounds. He's very strong. Yeah. So he will, when he pulls, like the front harness doesn't do enough for him. So essentially it sort of hugs him. It causes the harness to hug him. And then mm -hmm. he's sort of, he can't pull that way. So because he's so strong, because he's so big, that's why we went with it. If he was smaller, then we probably wouldn't have to go that far. But yeah. Exactly. So what Scott's talking about, folks, is like the double, you can double clip the harness and use a double clip leash and it'll give you even more control. So it'll control the dog from the front chest and the back. It's almost like a little horsey. Um, Pretty much. <laughs> it really yeah. is. Like you have to kind of maneuver it. So that's another way to gain more control is using a double clip leash and double clip it on the harness. But ideally, folks, if you're choosing a harness for your dog and your dog's a puller, get the harness that clips in the chat. Um, also, there's a thing called a gentle leader, um, which most, um, it looks kind of like a muzzle, but I repeat, it's not a muzzle. It's just a, um, a little um, rope or not a rope, but a little string or whatever that goes around the dog's muzzle with a little chain there. And the difference between the harness and the gentle leader that goes on the um, muzzle here is the um, gentle leader controls the dog from the head back and a gentle leader controls the dog from the chest back. So um, if you know your dog and like Scott knew his dog needed more control so you got that double leash so some dogs just need the control from the chest back some does better with the control from the head back so you want to make sure that you have um the appropriate type of equipment such as the gentle leader harness also um leashes are very important that um the length of the leash is very important there are proper techniques as to how to hold the leash and the um the length of the leash you get, the shorter the leash, the better. Ideally, I recommend a four foot or a five foot leash because it gives you better control on a walk, especially if your dog is one pulling or two, a dog that likes to zigzag across you. If you have the four foot leash, you can hold it right there at the clip portion and then you can hold your hand right there at the buckle. And it's just, you can guide the dog a little bit better. Um, especially, like I said, if they like zigzagging. So get a four foot leash, a five foot leash. If you have a retractable leash, not saying those are um, 
bad for a dog that pulls, but at the moment, if they're pulling, you don't want to use that because it doesn't give a dog a good sense of when not to pull and when to pull if they're kind of yo-yoing back and forth. Um, if you have to grab, if you have that now and you have to grab a shorter leash, just make sure you're locking it and don't allow it to yo-yo for the time being until you get like a um, four foot or five foot leash. Um, and also, um, when you use a six foot or longer, um, folks had a tendency to roll it up on their hand and then their hand ends up getting sore and hurt is. Scott smiling like, yep, I've been there before. <laughs> so ideally get the four foot, five foot leash. And also I tell folks to um, being on a leash for a dog is very restricting. So sometimes they do want to pull. If you have a dog who's not reactive in a sense that they're not going to bite or fearful and say you're at an open park and they just want to meet people, you can put them on a longer line, which is 20 or 30 feet and let them think they have the freedom and they're off the leash. And sometimes dogs respond a lot better with that amount of freedom. But again, you have to know your dog, know they'll come back to you, know that, you know, they're not going to bite or harass other people. So, but that's another option if you have a bigger um, area. So it all starts off with equipment. So moving on for that, um, a lot of folks, um, you may or may not know that all dogs, um, they don't know how to walk on leash automatically. Um, a lot of us, Either we're getting our dog from a foster or a rescue or as a puppy, but either way, whether they have that experience or not, um, they don't know how to. So in order to get them to stop pulling, you want to start loosely walking, which essentially I tell my clients, what does that look like for you? So loosely walking is essentially keeping your dog um, next to you um, so that they're not pulling. So sometimes you might hear a person use the word loose leash walking. You might hear someone say heel. Um, loose leash is, is exactly what it sounds like. The leash is loose. It's not tight from when they're pulling. It's actually loose and your dog's near you. Um, heel's more of a precision thing when your dog's exactly like right next to you um, and it's not loose. So you want to figure out, I tell folks, figure out what loose leash walking looks like for you. Do you want your dog, is it that you just want your dog to stop pulling so you don't care whether it's right next to you or in a Heel, or do you want it in the heel? Do you want it to stay next to you? So figure out what it looks like for you. But then ideally, you want to um, get your dog on um, a loose leash walking training regimen and get them, you know, practicing loose leash walking at least a few times a day just to get them started on that. But um, if your dog does know loose leash walking and you're like, hey, you know, Let's talk about some pulling here. There are some things you can do when you're out and about if your dog is pulling on the walk. So one thing um, you can do, and you talked about Archie snipping, right? You said Archie's a snipping. Okay. So one thing, if your dog's pulling because they're sniffing, I always recommend to my clients, give them a designated snipping area. So if you have a certain routine that you walk on, give them maybe a spot here or there. Like if they start to sniff like 20 times, give them like... 10 snipping spots, or remember leadership, you're the one in charge. So choose a certain spots that you want Archie to snip. And so that every single time you go on the walk, once he understands that those are the spots he sniffs in, then he'll only sniff at those spots. And then in return, that'll reduce the pulling as well. Um, in addition to that, um, when your dogs pull, don't let them pull. What you can do is make like a tree. We call it red light, green light, or make like a tree. You want to stop deading your tracks um, while the leash is tight. 
you want to wait until there's some slack in a leash, kind of like it looks like a you. And then where there's some slack in your leash um, from your dog, not that you create it by moving forward so your dog's not pulling or going to your dog. You want to wait till your dog stops pulling, whether they come back to you or just stop pulling in general and then you go move forward. If they pull again, then you stop. And then once they stop pulling, you move forward. So it's a lot of stop and go. But essentially what they learn is, hey, if I stop pulling, I can get a lot, get going a lot faster. Yeah. Exactly. So exactly. Have you tried that with RG, like stopping and going? Yeah, we did it when he was like super young because like that mm-hmm. helped him to learn. So uh, he knows a little bit more now. But yeah, it works really well because they start, you can see they start to, okay, I can't go any farther. Let me go. Okay, mm-hmm. now we're walking and everything. And it's uh, it's super helpful, especially when the younger dogs are, are very independent thinkers and they just want to go and then they exactly to, and when they can start to like process that part it makes a big difference for sure exactly exactly so stop and go that's a fairly common one and um, be like so of course you can always if you don't have training for loose leash you want to start that but until then for management and stuff you can do the stop and go um to help them um, reduce the pulling also i always talk to my clients and people about situational awareness um, be aware of the environment in which you're walking your dog in. If your dog's pulling because you know they're reactive or going to lunge at other dogs, or um, if you know they only sniffed uh, really, you know, sniff a lot on a certain road, then you want to try to manage that um, by either going in another direction where you know they're not going to pull as much or, uh, or or sniff as much, or if you know there's certain houses that are like. 10 dogs in a row and you know your dog pulls past those houses, you want to try to go in an opposite direction. Basically, um, you want to U-turn and get out of there um, just to help your dog um, not pull and that will help as well. And just simply giving your dog something to do on the walk as well. And I know I talked before about the mental stimulation game, Find It. That's also a good one to play um, if your dog is pulling because you can actually toss um, treats directly in front of you so your dog can stay right in front of you as you walk along. And then you'll notice too that if you're tossing treats in front of you, when you stop tossing them, your dog will actually stop and look to you instead of like pulling the head like, hey, I thought we was, you know, on to something good here. Um, so you can do that as well. And um, I'm always a big advocate of additional training. Besides loose trees walking, you can always get your dog in the habit of sitting um, on walks as well. So what I mean by just walking a few steps and then stopping and having your dog sit. Walk, taking a couple more steps, stopping and having your dog sit. And if you do that enough times and randomize it, so you, you know, walking four steps and stopping and having your dog sit, walking three steps, then over time, um, you'll notice that your dog's not pulling and in return, they're like, you'll stop soon as you realize they're pulling and they'll stop as well. Um, so that's always a good one. In addition to all these things I'm talking about, um, one of the most important ones too, and I hear this a lot, um, is teaching your dog coming and called. I know it sounds funny when it, um, when you think about your dog pulling on a leash, but you want to think about safety as well. Um, if your dog ever does get off the leash, and also you can do it as a training method when you have your dog on a leash. So if your dog's pulling on a leash, you can tell you say, you know, oh, um, you know. Come Fido, and you know, if your dog comes back to you, give them a treat. They pull again, call them back to you, and you just play a little game, you know. So every time your dog pulls, you know, you just stop a little bit, call them back to you, give them a treat. And then in return, your dog will, you know, reduce pulling all to not all together, but 
pulling um, reduced and it may even stop. But again, it depends on your dog. And, you know, at the same time, if you're saying, you know, I tried some of these things, they're not working, you can always reach out to a trainer like myself because sometimes um, you just need a little bit of structure behind, you know, helping your dog not pull and getting them all set up with a loose leash walking. And I tell folks, everything starts indoors. If your dog is not, if your dog is pulling outside, try loose leash walking and indoors and keeping your dog next to you. Use treats um, and keeping your dog next to you, treating them as you walk around the house. And you'll notice your dog will stay with you. And then you can do that in the backyard and then try to go on a walk and do some of that as well. But that works as well. Have you tried that with Archie or any of those other forms? Uh, we definitely, like I use voice commands and that sort of thing. So I train them on that, especially like, as like mm-hmm. you said, for you know safety and that sort of thing, if we need him to, to walk a certain way or something's coming up and I need him to move a certain way, uh, he's yeah. gotten used to that. Also, I find that he tends to like if there's urgency or something's happening where I need him to move and it's like urgent, then he'll feel that he'll sense that anyways, which makes it a little mm-hmm. easier. But I also worked on like slowing down my pace so he knows we're coming to exactly. stop and wait and that sort of thing and stop and those commands and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like we, uh, I like you know the idea of also starting where it's a very controlled scenario and then moving up to a little less controlled scenario and then you know practice exactly. you know when when professional like basketball players practice they don't practice in real games they practice in practice right so yeah yep. the outside on the road and when you're walking that's a real game so you want to do some practicing before you get out to the you know actual practice right so Exactly. Exactly. So practice always makes perfect. So start indoors and, you know, you know, be patient. If, you know, make sure to get indoors before you guys take it outside, because if you go outside uh, and they're not getting indoors, then they're not going to get it outside. So just keep that in mind. So just to kind of wrap it up, to backtrack, start in from the beginning. Um, if your dog's pulling on leash, you want to make sure you start with equipment first, um, making sure you have the proper harness and make sure it's properly fit. Two fingers under the harness or collar is the proper fit, not four. It's going to be too loose. So choosing like a front clip harness, um, making sure that if you need the extra support, either getting a gentle leader or like Scott, you can use a double clip leash. Or if you have questions, you can always reach out to a trainer um, like myself. It's very helpful. Um, loosely walking indoors, getting your dog set up for that. And until your dog's fully trained with loose leash, just make sure that when you're going out and about, bring treats with you to keep your dog near. Um, if all else fails or just to get them into the um, motion of not pulling up, make like a tree and do some red, we call it red light, green light, stopping and going every time your dog pulls, stopping and going. So those are just some things that you guys um, can get started with um, to help your dogs not pulling. And I hope you guys have gained some really loose, um, useful tip. And also I really help you guys understand what loose leash walking is. I know sometimes it sounds so basic, but it really is what you guys want it to be for your dog and your family. And we'll see you guys next yeah. week. Hope you guys have a great week. Take care, guys. Bye.